0: Uh yeah, so how do we turn this down or upside
1: (laughs) How do we turn this frown upside down? Well let's do a fuck Mary Kill.
0: Yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect segue. (laughs) Nailed
1: it. It's like we're trained. We're (laughs) trained. How's everybody doing? Good, how are happy
0: you? Happy Flag Day.
2: Happy yeah, Flag right Day. On.
1: And happy birthday.
2: Thank you. You know, it was funny is uh, while I was sitting in traffic and I looked over in the, the cemetery people were pulling down their flags, the cemetery um, in our area celebrates Flag Day for the veterans and they put all these huge, beautiful flags up and... Um, it made, it just reminded me one year I was driving by and I kind of happened on it. I saw them in the beginning stages of needing to take them down.
0: And uh, who's getting snapped at?
1: <laughs> I say, who, who's who's? Oh, I'm sorry. I,
0: opened, <laughs> I just opened my juice. Oh, wow. I is was it a Snapple? Like... <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is it's a vitamin water and it totally picked it totally up. It totally
2: snapped. Yeah. But Yeah. So anyway, so I like to take pictures of really strange things and things that interest me in particular since i was born on flag day and uh and on 1976 i'm literally the all-american baby (laughs) america (laughs) but uh yeah much to their disappointment but anyways so i stopped in and hung out with them for a bit and helped them take down like i don't know like over a hundred flags and folded them up and put them away and they were like so thankful because like they were it's all volunteer based. So a ton of people bailed and, you know, yeah. here's a stranger and I'm, it was cool because literally the folks that I was hanging out with was America. yeah <laughs> they were like totally shocked. I like, com- you know, completely opened up about my wife and, you know, just a wide variety of things as you end up talking to people, as you end up doing something together and, you know, it, kind of removes people out of their comfort zones so i highly recommend it for everybody but yeah yeah
1: cool. yeah
0: well i was uh listening to that mark Marin episode that he did with anthony bourdain
1: <laughs> you stole my you know, segue re-
0: Oh, sorry. I was like, I have a
1: few, that's where I was going, but I was like, oh, someone's (laughs) going to jump on it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was... Because we all love you guys. (laughs) I listened to that. It was cool because, you know, that was kind of the thing that he said was, even though Ted Nugent is a total douchebag, like he can sit down with him and eat some food. Ted Nugent's a (laughs) douchebag?
1: Right? Who'd have thunk it?
0: (laughs) And that was like the cool thing about Anthony Bourdain and no people i'm not crying right now i just have an allergy attack but i did cry on that day (laughs) but it was just cool that you know those are that's kind of something that you can just do is like everybody really sucks and everybody's very opinionated and and we're pretty divided at this point but i mean when you really get down to the brass tacks of it we're the same type of people that like food and all that kind of stuff
1: yeah we all want the same basic thing
0: fucking
2: love barbecue and a good fucking time are you kidding i lived in the south for 10 years i mean i i had a fucking blast
1: yeah yeah, i I remember like athlete bourdain had some like quote about that like whatever you do even it's like pushing yourself to go out and just move across a river do it like push yourself to get out there and get as far away as possible because everything you experience changes who you are fundamentally yeah and, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of problems like people who get sedentary—they just live within the same like thirty square miles their whole life.
0: Yeah. If you, I mean, if you don't move, you're not gonna move. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, if yeah. you don't move outside of your comfort zone out of your geography you don't
1: move you're never going forward
0: exactly you don't move outside of your geography you're never going to move beyond beyond your own thought process
2: the scary thing is is that i don't know that everybody needs to actually physically get up and leave if you're not reading books or you're not reading editorials or you're not seeking out the other perspective or going out of your way to expand your mind, then you're not moving forward. Yeah. yeah.
1: How I kind of read into what he was saying was like, you get out there and you experience people like today, the people you interacted with would never have thought that, you know, that you'd be stopping off and helping them take down the flags. Like that opened up the yeah, world no, for Like, you know, getting out there and experiencing, yeah. the, you know, we all have the same kind of core values and, you know, desires in life. For the most part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you yeah. getting yeah, out there I and showing that, that hey, that. you know, I'm the same as you. Even though we may differ in these ways, we are the same. We want the same things out of life. And that kind of opens people's eyes to, hey, we're all just human. We want to get along. We, we hopefully should want to get along and make our right. life, make our lives easier. Kind of thing.
2: There, There's nothing I can't stand more than the super, li- the super liberal mm. or. Like, the super, I think, outside of the box, and you haven't thought this way. I, I That person there tends to be very alienating yeah. and kind of bougie and, you know. Yeah, there's ex- I, extremism not, I'm not, on both sides. I'm not fucking, yeah, totally, yeah. and I'm fucking totally not down with that shit. Because, like I said, I lived in the South for fucking ten years, and I had a good time.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I'm, I'm super hardcore liberal, but I understand that extremism on both sides is not good like there's some really extremist liberals like the people that are anti-vaxxers that are like you're fucking stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you need a quick smack of the head yeah. but that's just me
2: yeah I, I i agree with that a side note on that i i think that the that if people were really reading the science on that particular topic i think maybe not be good to give vaccines all at once and make this weird cocktail in your body
1: no. <laughs> but that's a whole nother topic yeah. yeah it should be a you should at least if it's done right it should be a process
0: Yeah. Yeah. Over a period of time. But I would like to say, you know, my grandfather probably put it the best way. It's human nature just to shit shower, shave and shampoo. So, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) as humans, we just.
2: But that, that harks back to how much money goes into marketing in this country in particular. Yeah. And, you know people find themselves in quite a precarious position when they go off to other countries and really get a good taste and feel for how other countries perceive us and it's not quite the same as the mirror <laughs> that you have in front yeah. of you and, yeah, uh, no. yeah.
0: yeah I, think, I think it sucks that I mean obviously it sucks that he killed himself but I think it sucks that a show of that caliber that really did bring people together and illustrate that You can sit with people who don't even agree with you or aren't even from the same country or don't speak the same language with you and and you can connect like we our neighbors when we lived in texas they were from uh south africa and Mm. they spoke french and we spoke english and you know the their mother came over and they spoke english more so than their mother but it was broken english and I took French for a few years in high school, but I mean, you know how it is when you're a kid, you're not really learning anything. Yeah, you're just learning catchphrases. And then you're like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can say, well, you spanked my monkey in French. Like, that, <laughs> like how is esta, that going <laughs> to...
3: <laughs>
0: exactly. So, but you know what, we, that was one thing that we always did. We always sat down and had dinner together and we drank together and we just, by the end of the night, we were having a full conversation but we were speaking two different languages and you know we kind of melded into this weird french english combo of you know charades and (laughs) like this fast communication and we also
2: had a couple of french to english uh, dictionaries, dictionaries yeah. which which <laughs> awesome. so people would go by and see us all partying our asses off, and like you know, Yana Penda spoke English and and, and French, and and then their mom was like straight up French, and we could be going back and forth. We'd always be
0: playing card games, and she was she
2: was pretty cool. That's We'd awesome. be like,
0: wait, how do you say did uh, this one?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but yeah. the best was when she taught us how to cook escargot.
1: Ooh, nice. And
0: she was like, you want the oven on like 500 degrees or something and we're like 500 (laughs) degrees what that's That's crazy
1: (laughs) but goddamn Celsius
0: right we couldn't figure out that she was for like the longest time we're were like that doesn't make sense and she's like yeah 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 and then we're like high temperature for those different well there's that well
2: there's that but high temperatures for those quick like French foods is not uncommon Mm, I I, I mean Anthony Bourdain and his friend had it spot on perfect chicken 500 degrees don't wash it don't dry it throw some salt on it a little bit of time very little bit of time stick it in the oven for about an hour leave it alone don't put a lid on it don't touch it leave it alone
1: it's like so simple
0: and it's like the best
2: yeah because
1: you're you're just flash cooking it so it doesn't really break down the Mm -hmm. proteins and stuff yeah
0: it's so juicy and delicious
1: yeah that's always a thing i've loved about i've always been a big fan of cooking i love food obviously but that's the thing i love about it. it's like it's one of the few defining features of humanity that that's the thing we do that other species don't do and it's it's a bonding thing between all cultures like food is necessary for our survival and we all find different ways to make new and innovative food you know we have all these taste receptors so like we enjoy it and revel in it we celebrate it and across all cultures like so that's the thing that kind of like brings people together to sitting down to a meal and yeah. experience it, that this is another person that's you know come from a completely different background, but they're a person that I can bond with over this meal.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, I guess that's where they get the terminology, the melting pot, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that probably makes sense. We are the melting pot. Our melting pot is full. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Ours <laughs> is it, we're, we're a no callback
1: to whatever episode that was, the uh, the forever stew. <laughs> <laughs> Ours is the forever stew where it's just been going way too long and there's, there's there's something wrong with it at this point. We're not
2: adding any more ingredients to our yeah, stew. Yeah, so, someone threw in, in, in like a this. whole bunch of
1: like cinnamon sticks into it and just really fucked up the stew or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna separate your children and lock them up at a Walmart. (laughs) All right. It's a tent. They get a tent now, okay? No, there's a there's a fucking Walmart. There was a senator who put up a fucking video. He was like, "This is a Walmart that houses all of the children that they're separating." I didn't see that. That's
0: crazy. I saw that they were talking about tent cities. They
2: had a child in there as young as eight months old. Jesus, crazy. There's already been several hundred people they haven't been able to put back together, so their very plan isn't working for them at all because now these people are lost in the system. Maybe so. they
0: should just inject them all with, like, dog chips and then be like, this one belongs now
2: to Now you're one. thinking, <laughs> Julie, now you're
1: thinking. <laughs> Who do you belong to? <laughs> <laughs>
0: This says the exact term melting pot came into general usage in the United States after it was used as a metaphor describing a fusion of nationalities, cultures, and ethnicities in 1908 play of the same name. So it came from a play. Yeah. Well, we needed to make it really tantalizing
2: so people would come pave shit for us. Right? <laughs> the roads weren't paved back then you don't understand it would rain and get money we had a railroad
1: system to build and we had all these chinese people so there you go
2: (laughs) i mean that's convenient and they love drugs so even easier
0: just give them a little opiate and you're good to go (laughs) i mean give me a little opiate and i'm good to go
1: first one's free second one's gonna cost you
2: By the way, we have a convenience store for your convenience located here on site. So all that money you just made, you're gonna get back yep. to me.
1: All right, you can get some credit, Total even if part. you know you're short on cash right now. You, we know you're good for it. You know the company runs it.
0: <laughs> you can
1: totally trust us. Just ignore the exorbitant like interest rates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about you, assholes? Yep.
1: Capitalism.
2: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Did why did Anthony Bourdain
0: hang himself?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for a punchline on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, just life. Yep. Life is the punchline.
1: But yeah.
2: My favorite thing about his whole situation, because my my least favorite part about it is obviously that he has a child. Yeah. My second least favorite part about it is, I believe him and his lover were very much in love and i really hate that we lost a man in the battle for women's lib and i mean here's somebody that discussed everything about what's important for women's lib including genital mutilation yeah and i just that part just that just totally sucks but he's gone so it is what it yeah. is yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it's on a thing the other to, hand you know, talk
1: about that we need to, as a society need to discuss more is just mental mental illness and whatnot
2: no totally and on the other hand i think about this individual who came from a very liberal family upper middle class his dad was uh what was his dad a classic classical music
0: yeah he had something to do with the music industry I don't remember
1: yeah I'm not sure but it was
2: like classical music he was the executive at Columbia Records for the classical
1: music department classically trained to uh, rock your fucking socks off <laughs>
2: And, and, he, and he bucked the system because he was totally into the 60s vibe. And by the time he was old enough to be a part of the 60s vibe, the 60s vibe was long fucking gone. And he didn't let that stop him. So he just kept kind of going in his own pace as a late bloomer. And thank God.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, so how do we turn this down or upside? How <laughs> we
1: turn this frown upside down? Well, let's do a fuck Mary kill. Oh
3: yeah!
1: <laughs> Ronald McDonald, Colonel Sanders, and the Burger King King. This is a mm, fast food Burger industrial King. King. capitalism whatever segment. <laughs> yeah. Capitalism
0: food warfare.
2: Uh, which, by the way, I I would just like to say I'm not above eating like maybe once or oh, twice. Oh no, a week. Uh, yeah.
1: I I love me some KFC. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, everyone's calling
2: you some I'll terrible die, chicken. But... Yeah. Ooh, some chicken. <laughs> Dude, the biscuits. I, um, it's the biscuits and
0: the mashed potato. Mashed potato. Mashed potato. Mm, it's <laughs> the tarragon and the uh, coleslaw. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. I mean, now that we're totally raving about. Yeah. No, you'll be having this. The colonel. Sure, but... <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to marry the colonel because. Mashed potato, mashed potato, mashed potato. A,
1: just a sea of mashed potatoes to come home to every day. <laughs>
0: now, I think. That's gross. I think I'm going to have to kill Ronald McDonald because who wants to have sex with a creepy clown? <laughs>
3: You're
0: right. And I'm going to fuck the king because
1: he's the king. <laughs> I like it.
0: I mean, he never smiles or moves a muscle because it's just that static face. Well, it's, but... that, it's
1: that static smile. That's what it is. It's the, like, a smile.
0: <laughs> it's a little homage-ish to uh, V is for Vendetta. So, I no. mean, I can just go there while I'm having...
1: Except having... with 100% <laughs> more nightmare fuel. <laughs>
0: 100% more what?
1: <laughs> nightmare fuel.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> What about you, Tanya? What's your pleasure? Oh my
2: god, I'm still thinking about it. I'll take a pass for a second.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'll say I'm going to kill Ronald McDonald. I'll say uh, (laughs) this right now. (laughs) I'm gonna kill Ronald McDonald because clowns are scary and I used to work for McDonald's for a period of time and it was a terrible job and a terrible place. So yeah, fuck fuck Ron McDonald or kill Ron McDonald.
0: you're like fuck that guy, but I want to kill him.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna fuck Colonel Sanders. He's
0: like, I'm gonna fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me, the Colonel.
2: Get up on it, grab it like you want it.
1: So I'm gonna fuck the Colonel because that guy's that guy. You know that guy has probably had a plantation at some point. Just looking at him, like (laughs) so fuck that guy and then i'm going to marry the king that because it's simple. good to be king like julie said like he, <laughs> i'm going to come home and he's going to i'll be well taken care of i have a kingdom to look after and and i have a cat apparently
0: a cat you her. have
1: a kingdom and your my cat kingdom and my cats
0: no wait you have a you have a cat in your yep. kingdom i said a kingdom in your cat but that could
1: hurt yeah, yeah that would be terrible
0: <laughs> oh this is getting really weird
2: what oh, <laughs> says i agree god <laughs> You know, I don't know. I think the king would be a good fuck because it just seems like he could just really show me out a night on the town and all I'd have to do <laughs> is fuck him one time. And so I think I can make really good, good time with that. God, who, who else? The clown and the chicken dude. Yep. Oh, man, I don't know. about the. I don't know these are terrible options. But, you know, maybe underneath all the makeup is like a really sensitive man.
1: I mean, we could throw in a, a fourth option and Jack from Jack in a Box.
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: But, you know, actually, what I was thinking is is I might marry Ronald McDonald because I'm thinking, like, minus the wig and all that bullshit, you know, he's There probably, might be a good quality guy know, under there. There's just handsome. a sad
1: clown underneath.
2: <laughs> I'm going to overlook the fact that I've seen the movie Vulgar... And just pretend like, you know, I think everything is going to be okay. Because I think I might be just all about the Hamburglar. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. What's
1: the purple one, the Grimace?
2: Grimace,
0: (laughs) Just a giant purple dildo. (laughs) uh, I
2: think it's more of
1: them.
0: Is Is that what's going on over there at Ronald McDonald World? Is He's fuckberry killing Grimace, the Hamburglar. And what's that? creepy girl one i never understood i never understood the little like pom-pom things what the fuck are
1: those no
0: McDonald's.
1: yeah i'm not even gonna google that because i have a feeling that's gonna end terribly
0: (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna uh... end up
1: on some rule 34 (laughs) website and it's gonna be awful
0: there's a bird i have no idea who the bird is though yeah and then the the pom-pom things were french fries Oh, oh! Oh
1: God! You Do you go. remember like the, the Happy Meal That's toys that were like McDonald's foods, like chicken nuggets and fries that converted into the robots? They were like transformers. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like it was like a milkshake and a burger, <laughs> and they all transformed into robots.
2: <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I'm so old. I actually got like a creepy Ronald McDonald like pillow thing, and it was like something that they were giving kids in the '70s, because
0: you know. It wasn't already bad enough that it was the 70s. Yep. Nope. <laughs> All
1: right.
0: Birdie is the bird. That makes sense. Birdie, the early bird. <laughs> A little
1: on the nose. <laughs> she was from 1980 to
0: 2011. And then the Fry Kids, that's what the pom-pom were. But they don't look or, like they fries. They were French fries. No. <laughs> and then Mayor McCheese.
2: I mean, I remember I'm old, him. and that's like the first time I even fucking figured... That's terrible
0: marketing. Officer Big Mac. <laughs> Captain Crook was for the fish filet. <laughs>
1: oh my god. I was gonna say I was like I'm like there's a pirate? I don't remember their there being pirates. This is
0: very criminally themed. This is McDonald's right? doesn't give a fuck.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: Uncle O' <laughs> Grimacey and Shamrock Shake.
1: Well, the company is built upon stealing the business of two brothers <laughs> and then yeah, building an empire mean, out of it. Those
0: aren't really fucking
2: arches. Those are balls. Like, yeah. These are brass balls, <laughs>
0: motherfuckers. Uh, didn't Michael Keaton do a
1: yeah. recent
0: film on...
1: Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it.
2: He did a movie on McDonald's?
1: Like Founder or something like that.
2: Yeah, I think it was... Ooh, I would totally
0: watch that. I had no
1: yeah, idea. The <gasps> yeah, The Founder.
0: Yeah, 2016. Ooh, I need to watch that. That'd be interesting. I know, we should totally watch that. 2016, The Founder.
1: This just gonna make me want a burger by the end of it. But I'm going uh, to In-N-Out, goddammit. Fuck McDonald's.
0: I can eat In-N-Out and I don't get sick, but if I eat any of the other food, I totally get sick. You know what I don't like about In-N-Out is not every In-N-Out's fries are the same.
1: Oh, no. You gotta, always yeah. got to ask for it uh, extra crispy. That's the, that's the secret. Oh.
2: But what about the, the times they, they... the fries are good and I don't ask for that? Like, sometimes I've eaten fries from there and I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, we I mean, might have a
1: leftover batch from someone else that asked for extra crispy.
0: That's a good to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because the problem is their fries are fresh. Because a lot of McDonald's they're fries real, are fried yeah. and then frozen and then fried again. So they're basically double fried, like a lot of fast food oh. places.
0: Right, 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 right
1: in and out they just cut them and fry them
0: they're fresh and yeah. so they gotta do it twice that makes total sense
2: yeah so if you okay. do the double
1: extra crispy they, they double fry You're right
2: it. i must mistakenly because i'm like there i feel like there's we go to like one in and out the food's
0: perfect we go to another in and out and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna. It's like a, yeah it's a hit or miss it yeah. depends on which one you go to sometimes Ooh. that's a little
1: insider hacker tip for <laughs> yes,
0: yes. how to eat happy
1: and i hated those fuckers every time
0: <laughs> i hated those fuckers every time so
2: they're, so he's like be prepared for a little bit of something you, you, you get
1: a little bit of like side eye at you
2: <laughs> and, some, <laughs> and some spit <laughs> that's funny
0: speaking of side eye and spit I
1: found... <laughs> given the link you just sent that's one hell of a segue
0: dun, dun, dun. um tyler wait, i would like wait it. a minute i'm uncomfortable. comfortable why <laughs> go to your open your link
2: yeah i fucking see it why do you think i'm un- fucking comfortable
1: because side tyler, eye like... and spit with i mean condoms. although
0: i kind of feel safe <laughs> Tyler, I was wondering if you could read the first paragraph of this first article paragraph. for our All listeners. Right.
1: Let's let this. Uh... I mean,
0: you can read however much you want, but
1: let's see if it'll actually load That's
0: up. That's sweet of you, Tyler. Sorry, you feel like shit, Julie. Sorry.
1: A woman brings a date back to her place. Things get steamy. Clothes come off, but you know, you gotta be safe. She takes out her phone, scans her guy, <laughs> scans her guy's <laughs> nether regions, then hits print. A 3D printer in her back room whips up a custom hydrogel condom that fits the guy like a vacuum wrapped around a <laughs> package of hot dogs. <laughs> Good times ensue, and nobody had to run to the drugstore.
2: My God. That is amazing. Tailed is this as old like as th- time,
1: but with a modern twist.
2: Is this a 3D printer for guys fucking peckers? Are you Cust- serious? Cust- custom
1: condoms.
0: That's what it says. Custom... Custom-fit condoms are coming to 3D printers near you, uh, thanks to the unscaled economy. Women's <laughs> lib, here we come. Hey,
1: hey, ho, oh, oh. ho, oh. 3D oh. printer to I don't know, I've seen how fast 3D printers work. That's a lot of time to kill while it prints out a condom. <laughs> that's well, called foreplay. Yeah, no. that's <laughs>
0: called foreplay. Maybe you'll learn a thing or two.
1: Foreplay's just taking my pants off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I didn't read the... I well, I read the whole article a long time ago cuz this is from December 2017, but so basically they're saying that what do you get
1: The thing is I'm I'm curious like how it's able to scan and figure out the dimensions like it would have to know the relative distance to the, That's part of the to foreplay. the object, and
0: you just slap it down on the screen. Yeah.
1: Do you have to like? There's like there's like a like a little like machine you have to insert tube. yourself into that does like a 3D rendering of it.
0: A little tube.
2: It's all. Poof, poof, poof,
1: poof, poof. <laughs> okay. Before you uh, penetrate me, penetrate this.
2: Right. Or, or <laughs> like if you're the dude, you're like, what is she doing with that? I,
1: I want you to fuck I'm this right machine for yet. me. There's her foreplay right there.
0: It says it may take a decade. Oh, this isn't Uh, out yet? I'm so disappointed. Oh, that's not helping me now. The (laughs) the FDA can figure out how to deal with the regulations, because I guess it has something to do with uh, the technology. It says the technology that's about to blow up the condom business is being hampered by antiqued regulations regarding quality control in the industry. I'm not sure what quality control... Looks like at a condom factory, but
1: if it fits over your head, it, as it, you w- will. it doesn't break, it's okay. <laughs>
0: right <I know. laughs> it says the 3D printer is slowly becoming a practical at home printer. It's pretty doable that you can have it, <laughs> doable, <laughs> doable. But because, like, a lot of times people are, I mean, I'm not a dude, I've never bought a condom <laughs> because. <laughs> hi i'm gay uh <laughs> but they said no who wants to go into a store and buy a small a box of small condoms like as a man that would probably be just as bad as the first time you go buy you don't some need tampons. to use
2: the word "probably." <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would just be demoralizing. So, but because because of that.
1: That's why you just order on Amazon, guys. It's easy. Be prepared. This lesson must be shared. This lesson must be shared. To be prepared. be
3: prepared. To be prepared. And unless you got a spare, you got one
1: life,
4: so a little with care. Oh, ah, that's a valid point. <laughs> that's a
2: valid point. But you know, I mean, sometimes you when you're in, yep. in a pinch. That's why you
1: stock up ahead of time.
0: Right. It says one company has, like, 60 different sizes based on length and girth measurement. So, I mean, if you can customize it, then I, I don't know. Apparently, this is the way of the of the wiener future.
1: <laughs> can fit like a glove. What do you think,
0: like, the biggest one is, like, tall boy beer can? <laughs> right? Is, is this going to be, like, Starbucks? Can I get a venti latte? <laughs> But I guess the reason is there's a lot of regulations and, like, hoops that they're going to have to go through because condoms are considered to to be a medical device.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, you, and you've and hit the nail on the head. They want to make sure that they make as much money off of this as they do Viagra or anything else. So, yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, it says it's impossible to conceive that a retail store would carry 60 different sizes of condoms. <laughs> like, how do you try that on? I mean, you go to the store and you try on pants. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. I remember seeing one once and it was like, you know, you take a tip measure and you can you basically uh, go to a website and you you give your measurements and they forever will you can always have your thing on profile because your your penis once it's once it's done growing, it's going to be the same size. Um. it
2: doesn't get <laughs> so bigger you can, than it. So so it doesn't you get just... bigger like your ears and your nose
1: <laughs> as far as I know <laughs> no <laughs> I mean I wish as I got older my penis just got that much larger that'd be great in my 70s I'll be just a tripod <laughs>
0: You gotta roll it up in your pants.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Why bother? Just let that helmet hang out. Yeah.
1: Start wearing capris. At that point, you're cool. just proud of it. Do you dig, hang low? Do it wobble to the floor? Do it feel real good when you stick it in a hole? Can you throw it over your shoulders? Tote it like a radio? Do you dig hang, uh, uh, hang low? Do, awesome. Do you, you like dig? Hang, uh, hang
0: low? <laughs> that's awesome.
1: <laughs> but yeah. So
0: yeah, I mean, hey, future kids, when you're about ready to have sex... You can print your own condom.
1: And just wondering, like, someone in the other house, was like, why is a 3D printer going, oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> it sounds like a dot
2: matrix printer. Yep. You want the <laughs> quietest 3D
1: printer.
4: <three-runners.
2: laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah, right. That's how they market it, to buy- make you buy the most expensive, chic brand. The-, the cheaper the brand, the louder that motherfucker is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i'm just imagining just... some like pavlov response where every time you hear that noise you get aroused <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like you're just it's... you're just trying to print out like it's some like you know paper clips or something like that That's and you also know, got like the weirdest boner, the
0: <laughs> weirdest boner. Yeah,
3: push it in because long like a donkey grab them
0: shoulders
3: that monkey Thick blown up
0: But speaking of 3D printers and, uh, boners, oddly aroused, <laughs> actually just 3D printers, but um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> beautiful transition, beautiful.
0: We binge the Habitat, the podcast that you were telling us about, Dude, about the, that is really good.
1: Did you, Yeah, I'm on like that? episode four at this point. Okay. Yeah. But I'm really, I'm really liking it.
2: Oh, I can't, then we can't really talk about it. What happens in episode but it's four?
1: Good. You want if you wanna at- I can just we can talk, about, I don't care about spoilers. So I was trying to find that article.
2: The thing that I also. found most interesting under the circumstances of of the type of individual that they plucked for this mission, while they were all very educated, it was really crazy to see. Still, kind of, you know, Julie joked about this kind of real world concept MTV, you know, the whole blanket situation, and it unfortunately kind of turned into that Mm -hmm. and that was really discouraging for me because for me at the end of the day it isn't about you it's about everyone yeah and this is cool that they're doing these tests because they're gonna weed this personality type out which is great because it was really kind of crazy after a while and I really think that it had more to do with um, the dynamics of the particular individuals that were there more so than the square footage of the habitat itself. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really interesting as well.
0: So for people who aren't familiar, it's well, this actually, I was, I wasn't aware that they've been doing this. It's called the High Seas Mission, which is the Hawaii. Which, by the
2: way, if anybody wants to fucking go do this, sign up because they need people.
0: Yeah, so what does it stand for? The Hawaii Space Exploration Analog and Simulation. But I didn't realize they had done more than one of these. This was the longest one, the one that they recorded for the habitat. But I hadn't realized that they had done multiple missions already for these people to live in this 1,300-square-foot dome. So it's six people. They went from my birthday, August 25th, 2015, to August twenty six sorry august 28th
2: 2015 i was like you were born the 28th i was like for a split moment there i was like oh my god am i being tested in some way
0: <laughs> no no Fuckers. So it, was for...
2: <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight it's all the same
0: <laughs> uh so it was from my birthday august 28th 2015 to august 28th 2016 was was this crew and it was really interesting because the way that the show is done is the reporter gave them a, a recorder question. and then yeah she would prompt them with questions and they would re- record the questions but she also recorded their day to like they would record their day-to-day stuff and she just kind of combed through it and whatnot and it was done so well like from an editing standpoint combing through a year's from an worth editing of recordings standpoint, it was
2: real clever yeah i was I, like the doo the doo op wow. is worth its weight in gold yeah yeah Yo. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, that actually that actually comes up in episode four. But it, it's interesting because, so this is kind of like, I mean, this is an experiment to see how people would semi-survive on Mars. It's like this,
1: yeah, it's being this Hawaiian
0: guy's... volcano that looks like Mars, basically, when you're yeah. up there.
1: <laughs> it's about as alien as you can get.
0: Yeah, we were on top of Haleakala, the volcano, and... It was funny the first time we went there. I was like, "Man, it looks like Mars up here." It fucking straight and lo and up behold, looks like Mars. It, <laughs> totally, that's where it, I was like, "Oh, apparently NASA feels the same way." Yeah, yep. because they were they're right
2: behind you as you're staring at the sun, the sunrise or sunset. Yeah, I don't know if they were on Haleakala though. It doesn't really say what island. I don't know if the habitat was staying there, but there was on on Haleakala there is a a science building there.
0: Yeah, there's an observatory up there,
2: and I'm sure, and it's pretty big. It's above and beyond just a observatory. Air quotes. Yeah, it's
0: huge.
1: Yeah. Well, because I know they have a lot of those out there because those those peaks are a lot higher and there's less there's like no light pollution pretty much. Yeah, less atmosphere to go through. So that's why they set up a lot on the Hawaiian Islands.
0: That makes sense. What was interesting was the reason I brought up the three D printer was Architect well, I mean, because we were talking about three D condoms, but
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Architect magazine did a a follow up article with one of the habitat. Tense tents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the dudes, yeah. and it was like interesting because I mean, it's 1300 square feet, which I mean, for two people in an apartment, that's pretty sweet, right? Yeah. But for six people, (laughs)
2: if you live in Central Coast California, that's a fucking mansion.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, I say, last place I lived was was uh, thirteen to fifteen. I lived with one other guy, and that was like, man, this place is huge. We got all this room. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even use this corner of the house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That corner just holds nothing. Yeah, it it became like the
1: storage for like all like the boxes and random shit that we just didn't want to deal with.
0: Awesome. This sh- so what was cool about this article because I was like, I want to know the the guy. In, I think it was the first or second episode. He he walks across the habitat oh, and he's like counting. counts how many steps. Yeah, and it was like what thirty two steps wide yeah, or so, something yeah, like that. It was Some... thirty three steps. Thirty three steps wide. Believe so. And then yeah. um, so I was like trying to wrap my head around what this actually looks like. So. If you click the links below, you'll see uh, the Architect Magazine link, and they have a floor plan layout of, you know, what the High Seas Dome looks like, and it was pretty alarming. You know, <laughs> it's essentially they have child furniture, and they're, I mean, God, you wouldn't want to be seven foot tall because you couldn't sleep across your bed.
1: Yeah. And the bedrooms are just like, like, oh, God,
2: (laughs) you know what? I with one exception to the rule, there was a couple on there
0: and they were very fucking professional about it. Yeah. Well, NASA says that they've never had a couple go to or no, they've never. No one's ever had sex in space is what NASA stands by
1: that we know of.
0: Yeah, so
2: I've plenty of claim. cranked one
1: out at one point or another
0: Man, after you're picking up shit in space You don't want to be picking up
2: Chiz and <laughs> shit Shit in
0: space uh, Well, you know what, it was actually pretty cool Because the cool thing about the habitat Was they combed through like all of NASA's Old archives And they pulled a lot of bits and information So you, you yeah, get an education cool. did on, you know like,
2: you could do that? You can listen to this shit endlessly for hours
1: Oh
3: did what? what who did it give me, me it nap- give me a napkin quick there's a thirst <laughs> i didn't do it, it any one of mine
2: yeah it's like i'm going start free. throwing parties and just have it on in the background
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: stardate
0: <laughs> right so that was cool what was interesting was the reason they did this architect magazine article with one of the guys is i guess he's You know, studying to be an architect or has is an architect now at this point probably but he was saying about you know the problem with this so you've got you've got multiple problems one you're going to mars that's the problem right the other problem is you have to be able to fit everything you're going to make your habitat out of on a shuttle so everything has to be a certain size all the plywood has to be you know fit inside of there everything is it just has to
1: if it fits it ships basically it's funny that space <laughs> is at a premium in space
2: you know what though in this modern day i have to argue that we can do much better this
0: well qu- and that's what he was saying he's like you know the it was painted pure white it was he, he says All the wood in the dome was plywood, painted white. If I'm going to look at something for a year, I don't want any of that modern minimalist (laughs) bullcrap. I want Frodo's house where it's warm and it has a human touch to it. And he had a great idea because, like, you know, with 3D printers, you can print a bunch of different things and, you know, assemble these things. All these hue lights by Philips, they've got, you know, the tones. So you could change the color of the room. You could add warmth to it. By, you know changing the color tone they could even paint shit
1: yeah especially with like leds the amount of energy they need is very minimal and you could yeah. totally like you know you know you could have it like during the day have it be like a blue like a you know nice like sky blue so to kind of recreate being on earth like have the dome filled with that color so it feels natural for our brains
2: i mean that carpet in there alone just that gray car but you know i just would like to say scientists maybe connect a little more with artistic people because this is insane
1: yeah yeah it's not you're gonna fair see some people. some people freaking out because the you know the na- natural because patterns of the environment. Yeah. yeah i
2: mean it yeah. may not affect you but think about the percentage of you in the world Send him
0: up there with a fair Faucet poster or
2: something
1: yeah. to well, I, out I, I, to, know I know it's I about mean. <laughs> circadian rhythms, like having living in basically a white dome for a year. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll touch on it later because there's a thing I have about cryosleep, but they talk about that, like how people who live outside of the natural cycle of like the, the sun, they start sleeping longer, longer periods. Like they can sleep upwards of thirty hours. Oh, wow. Like without any exposure to the sun. So, like, they kind of fall into a new rhythm, and their body just kind of fucks up because it's not used to... It's not getting the light stimulation it needs.
0: I think I've seen that commercial for the blind guy on TV. Uh, that, that is... That, well, that... What is that called? It's called, uh... Circadian Rhythms. Yep.
2: No, no, no. The thing for the medication, it's, like, called something...
0: Lunestra or something?
2: <laughs> <That> <laughs> I don't know. the fuck itself,
0: but... Hold on. But what was cool was, you know, so this is a whole year. It's, I think... The podcast is seven episodes.
1: Yeah, like and
0: that. I was kind of bummed. I was like, "Oh, that's it. It's over." Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> but it was all? cool
0: because <laughs> it was totally a social experiment. I feel like more than anything but else. Keep listening to the
2: podcast because it's got two. Uh,
0: it has a bonus one at the end.
2: I felt like it was two because they like did like a thing with the crew, like people that they worked with, and then they did like a special thing
0: with a, a former NASA employee of, of some capacity. But it was cool. She totally explains to you like how you pee in space, and and like they've got like a little poop.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the whole thing about like the brushing your brushing your teeth and having to swallow it. Just like I was like ugh, ugh. Right. You mean I gotta brush everything off my teeth and then swallow it? Plus toothpaste.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Just give up brushing your teeth. Fuck it. (laughs) Do you not use toothpaste?
1: In the podcast, they were talking about like they have a they have a toothpaste, but it's like it's like a certain type that they can swallow. Okay, like like Wallace's toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to hurt you, but you have to basically brush everything, all the you know things that have grown in your teeth, and then swallow it. Like I know the hydrochloric acid in your stomach is going to kill it, but the concept but of having to do that is, gross, is not right? not super appealing.
0: <laughs> not super appealing. Yeah, I'm with you there.
1: It's,
2: that
0: doesn't sound like good times.
1: It,
2: the, <laughs> they market it as uh, non-24 circadian. Oh, like, okay.
0: The the blind. Yeah. commercial that i've seen
2: my understanding about sleep though is that if we didn't have these defined structures that we have people would just kind of go about their own natural sleep patterns which cycles would yeah. be cool if, because then she could we just be have open jobs. 24 hours We'd be great. well no you could if, if we just let people be then you could literally have places open 24 7 and you'd always have employees
1: yeah yeah That's very true. The little thing you touched on about like the personality types and the problem solving how you said it was a social experiment, it reminded me of a book I read a while ago. It was written by Mary Roach and it's called Packing for Mars, The Curious Science of Life in the Void. And it kind of talks about that, and they kind of like they kind of talk about like the little minutiae of having the of travel, like how long does it take for the human body to hit like peak stinkiness without a shower? Like (laughs) things you have to consider. No, I mean totally,
2: because it's such a fucking pain in the ass to shower. Yeah, you
1: can't, you can't really. Like, yeah, no, I mean, water's just gonna get everywhere. It's gonna fuck up, and the things gonna explode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he was like, what? Got thirty seconds to take a shower, basically. They said that one of one of the reasons why there was a
2: failure on one of the space missions was because a guy's urine pack leaked and it fucking it hit the shorted out the
0: electrical in the spacecraft which
2: that sucks right i apologize (laughs) i don't i don't know which astronaut that was
0: but yeah his name was gordon cooper from the mercury 7 flight in 1963 google it
1: But um, yeah, the book does a really great job of kind of breaking down these concepts of like every things you wouldn't think of. But the thing I remember them talking about is they found that the people who were best suited for space travel were actually like couples. Because, you know, couples oh, who live together have already worked out ways to deal with stresses that come up, right. like mm-hmm. of having to cohabitate a, a small area. Like they've already got ways of dealing with it and they're kind of aware of it already. So they find that enlisting couples might be the best way to recruit astronauts, like people who are talented so in those fields. a lot more
0: sex in space.
1: Basically, yeah. I mean, but it, hey, if you have a 3D sense. printer, I yeah. just foresee <laughs> Julie
0: comment. and I being
2: aggravated by everybody else.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <If it laughs> comes, can it's stay comes. on your side. Yeah, it's instead of like one person being angry at everybody, it's a couple angry at everyone else. <laughs> 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 so at least you've got an ally.
0: Teamwork makes the dream work.
1: <laughs> I, I think like you know, just having another person around helps you vent, and you can kind of process it more than if you were on your own. Like let's say like in this scenario with the habitat, right. like you're on your own essentially for the most part. Um, but what was interesting was
0: they yeah, totally, totally did pair up. Like there was yeah. a like a really close friendship pair. Would they call that dynodes or something. You... Uh, dyads. Dyads. So that was couples. And that was interesting because they talked to a relationship specialist or something like that. It's a really great podcast because they, you know, you're not just all like, okay, space. It's sociology of people, like the dynamics of people, how people smell, when your facial hair gets so long like
1: yeah or a certain take or some a mannerism that pisses you off that will you know trigger you to snap at somebody kind of thing
0: the
2: the girl that uh, narrated the podcast um she she was an admitted um is everything okay did the cat yeah, go well like, the
1: cat jumped on a bag <laughs> i knew
2: like, he came cat. running
1: in and just like leapt on it
2: lynn lynn was a a very charismatic character and it was almost like she was there she got to they were allowed to communicate with one another she'd send them questions and they'd they give her feedback back
0: yeah she was she's what is her title scientific journalist but she's definitely yeah she's a
2: she's an admitted introvert and would just much rather be not around
0: anybody else (laughs) (laughs) right right I don't know. It was really great. It was interesting to see how everybody paired off. It was interesting to see the drama because obviously six people together in a year are gonna have some drama.
1: Yeah, it's only human. Packing
0: for <laughs> right? Mars: The
2: Curious Science of Life in the Void. Yep. Mary I think it's called copy that.
1: So if you guys ever want to read it, let I me know. I mean, I'll, you I'll pretty much got
2: me at Mary Roach, so. Mary
0: Jane. Mary Jane. <laughs> I might. Get the Kindle because reading is not fun for yeah. this mental. Audiobooks are wonderful. That's <laughs> how you, you can a... really
1: burn through a lot of books really quickly.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah.
1: NASA is basically uh, teaming up with a company called Spaceworks to basically work on cryogenic sleep, like the thing we've seen in a lot of sci fi. Austin Powers. Is... Yeah, Austin Powers. <laughs>
2: Austin Powers. Not not, <laughs>
1: alien. not like alien like I was just saying like a <laughs> Or classic, like two thousand one Space Odyssey. No, we're, we're we're gonna go fucking Austin Powers. Oh,
0: groovy, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of classic sci fi, um...
1: <laughs> Austin Powers. Gold <laughs> member. <laughs> I think they go to space in that one.
0: <laughs> oh, they released two thousand one Space Oddity commemorative stamps in honor of the anniversary of the 1968 film. Oh. That's crazy. The film was released in April, but the commemorative stamps were released on Flag Day. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I think they were saying, like, there's a bunch of places that are having, like, actual film reels put Re-showings. in. And, yeah, and reshowing it. Like, that sounds really cool, but, like, it's not happening right here, though.
0: <laughs> oh, that sucks. This year is the 50th anniversary of it, so check out the stamps. Click the link below.
3: Dave. Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? No, no, no. I've wondered whether you might be having some second thoughts about the mission. How do you mean? Rumors about something being dug up on the moon. I never gave these stories much credence but particularly in view of some of the other things that have happened, I find them difficult to put out of my mind.
1: Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. Open the pod bay doors, Hal.
3: I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What are you talking about, Hal? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye.
0: But continue with your sleepy time article. Sleepy <laughs> <laughs> time article. Sorry. So
1: there's a little, there's a little video in the link you can watch. Basically, they kind of talk about the logistics of how they can kind of induce a cryogenic sleep with the technology we have now. So, okay. But it's, it's not going to be how we traditionally see it in media, like citing, again, the alien example where there's this little cryopod where you just lay down Austin in it and bam. Austin Bowers. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I, I, think, <laughs> I think of that movie with
2: Chris Pratt and um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. What, what was that? Oh, that uh, was passengers. a great movie.
1: Oh, passengers. that was
2: a fucking great yeah. movie.
1: Yeah.
4: Did you wake me up?
3: Yes, I woke you up. How? How could you do it? I tried not to.
0: That was a great movie. But go I'm sorry, Tyler. Go ahead. How does it work?
1: So basically, the way the mechanism works is it—it's—it's it's actually instead of like a solitary pod, it's actually going to be a communal pod. So like three people will lay down and share the same pod. Um, you'll get hooked up. Dirty you know, birds, dirty birds. <laughs> hey, spooning buddies. There's nothing wrong with spooning. A <laughs> L- little right. casual spooning between friends is okay. <laughs> so basically, like you'd have like a, a capsule that have like three people. They lower the temperature to 32 degrees, which induces a kind of a mild hypothermia. So your body stops using up a lot of its resources.
0: Okay. And so, like you, a natural you're... hibernation.
1: Exactly. State. Your body's your body's like, oh hey, like we're kind of freezing, so we need to save everything we can. And hold on to this in case we need it. So you stop, like you stop metabolizing. You stop. Your heart keeps going. Your organs keep going. But your body's kind of like it's not burning any energy. Essentially, you're
2: all wound up like a like a snail or a centipede.
1: No, you're just laying flat and like you're hooked up to a bunch of uh, monitors. And apparently, there's going to be like robotic arms that like monitor your your status and can revive I took you, if the, you. Oh, need.
2: I took the spooning literally, which I don't even think is a bad idea oh, necessarily yeah. because <laughs> it's because it's that's what warm. Navy Seals do when yeah. they're out
0: in sea. So I, I yeah yeah, but maybe then you wouldn't get your temperature down to 32 degrees because you'd be so excited you're you're
1: you're sharing a pod but you're not actually spooning that was just comedic jest (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you know you 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 enter enter a hibernated state essentially and um but you you're not asleep for like the whole trip the way they found that it might work is uh in two week intervals so you have like the crew rotating in and out so like you get into the chamber you nap for a couple weeks and they found that when you sleep that much, you can kind of, like, be way more active. You need less sleep kind of thing. So the idea is have uh-huh. a rotating crew coming in and out of cryogenics. Like, they'll sleep for a couple weeks, and then, like, the other crew takes over, and then they swap out. And they kind of keep so moving it's back. Like so it's, yeah. it's like a
0: relay race.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, you <laughs> pass, don't need as much because half of the crew is asleep or the whole time. That's kind uh, of, that's...
2: Uh, man, that's, that's cr- a fucking smart bean counter
0: there. Wow. Right?
1: yep that's interesting sure. you just work in shifts essentially
0: wow one thing that was interesting was kind of what i gathered from reading the article and it seems like to me that space exploration and the high advancements at this point in time are going to come from privatized companies because yeah. they're more willing to experiment beyond it <laughs>
1: Welcome to Ion Elon.
2: And I would just like to give very mild kudos to Tesla for the grace they had during the transition of their headcount reduction. Let's face it; that's what it was. But
1: yeah,
0: oh, here recently, yeah.
2: At least they went out with some grace. And
0: I mean, he made a valid point in the in the message that Elon posted out there it was you know if you're gonna prove that the electric car industry or the you know sustainable fuel vehicle industry is a sustainable industry all the way around you have to make a profit and for 15 years tesla hasn't made a profit they've broken even and if he's gonna really step up the the game and the demand for everybody you gotta cut cut the fat unfortunately
1: yeah which you know it that's kind of how it again capitalism that's kind of how you how you work yeah he's
2: at least a risk taker and at least he's taking us somewhere different than the same mundane everyday fucking bullshit and i think that needs to be the primary focus i'm really sad and sorry for everybody out there who who's experiencing this because obviously nobody likes to lose their job but yeah, no. I'm just saying that if it is a, is a is a company role model you know other companies that are doing this they might want to take a peek
1: yeah what well,
2: was interesting too is it
0: seemed like they cut the heavier load people like
2: yeah. the higher
1: the, 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 the a lot of the cuts seem to come from a, from from the top as opposed from the bottom more of an
0: executive level yeah, yeah yeah so you know they'll still be assembling the cars and and those types of things in the stores the showrooms. And then they're not continuing their contract with Home Depot, and those employees are being offered positions in their store facilities, which is pretty cool. So I mean, every company is going to go through growth and have to let people go at some point. If you you know yeah. if you're going to modify and grow, it's not always going to stay the same, and sometimes yeah. you're the one who gets let go. But it still seems like a good solid company to work for and we still have a segment dedicated to him so fuck it (laughs) (laughs) but that's really cool about the cryo sleep thing i wonder if they'll start using that for other things too besides space travel like you know instead of putting someone into a coma
1: i wonder if it's uh, been performed if there's a study yeah, the video he talks about that, how they that technology is being used in uh, medical care for, like, let's say if someone's uh, experiencing cardiac arrest. Apparently they found that you can basically kind of chill the brain. So it like even though it's losing oxygen because your heart is failing, uh, you can preserve the brain and keep it intact. So minimal damage will happen. It le- needs less oxygen because it enters this cryogenic uh, state.
0: Oh, OK, so but, it's like. Like when a bear hibernates or a frog hibernates. It's why hibernates we like to sleep with
2: the windows open when it's really cold out.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah you totally go to that nice sleepy, sleepy spot, but we have bars on our window, so ain't nobody yeah. getting it
1: I've got a machete by my bed, that's all <laughs> <hard. laughs> um, yeah, I hear that you're that...
0: usually
2: murdered by your own weapon the thought I of mean, if being I kill myself with a machete
1: I deserve it ah! <laughs> Like, It's a pretty simple weapon You just swing it when you want to kill <laughs> I mean, granted, a gun's the same kind of thing It's a point and click interface, you point at the thing you want to die and you click a button but, you did <laughs> so I, I mean i'd probably be like in D D terms i'd roll a one and i'd probably like swing my machete and then chop my own leg off and then die from blood loss uh, you
2: know this i think i've got a good reason to buy a mace Though, is that what that is with like the stick and the chain and like the ball with like the spiky things
1: oh that's a uh what is it it's a morning star what is a mace? I was getting mace and morning stars mixed up.
0: What's a morning star? Right. I, I think it's
1: oh, a flail. That's what it is. The one that's like the ball and chain that has like the little spiky on a yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning star is also Satan. Satan. <laughs> Satan? Satan. That really cool guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Look at all these. there are all sorts of morn. Wow. Oh, yeah, so
1: morning star is basically, it's, it's a stick with the spiky ball at the end.
0: <laughs> and what did we say the other one was?
1: There's the morning star ma- flail. Star mace? Oh, look at this.
0: Remember? This is like a
2: legit, like, chart. I could like laminate this and put this in my wallet
0: for when I get pulled over. <laughs> a mace is called a bludgeon.
1: Yep, I was, gonna say, I was about to say, dude, I was about to say, like in D anD D, this would be classified as a bludgeoning weapon because you just <laughs> pound the thing until you die, until it dies.
0: So wait, what's the thing that's got the the chain?
2: The
1: chain that's that's a flail.
0: It's a-
2: uh, oh. Yeah, it's like. He's a- like, listen, girls, I've said it like three
0: times. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, geez, this is. We're getting quite the education in media- medieval weapons. Yeah, so I'm going to have this next to the bed so I can accidentally fucking clip myself
2: with a fucking face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, a flail seems like it's got a longer stick, so there's less likely of a chance of self-inflicted wounds. However, I might not fare so well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm worried about the splashback. So, like, if you swing, you miss, and it's coming right back at you because it's on this stick that you're holding. That's the thing I'd be worried about.
2: (laughs) I imagine it taking me away like Mary Poppins. (laughs) <laughs> Mary Poppins y'all Do you remember <laughs> That's really funny Mary Poppins y'all What is that
1: from? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2
3: <laughs> What?
1: You look like Mary Poppins Is he cool? Hell yeah he's cool I'm Mary Poppins y'all
0: Do you remember that TV show And it, it went through it essentially talked about all the ways that they tortured and killed people, and we were fucking so sick for like a week straight, and all we did was
2: binge watch this fucking weird ass show. <laughs> what the fuck is it? I can't believe that we've seen this and you haven't, because it's like all these like medieval torture tools. I don't know what that says about us.
1: <laughs> Murders, tortures, and dives with your host, Gauthier. <laughs> 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 oh. Today we're gonna to study the iron cross. Oh my
2: God, you know what's so funny about that I, I when I was mad, I had like a I, you know I went through the whole morning thing with Anthony Bourdain, and I when I got to my angry face, I was like, you can't fucking make fun of guy fairy and fucking go and hang your fucking self and Julie goes, Tanya
0: everybody has the right to make fun of Guy
3: Fieri. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: <laughs> it's true. Everybody has the right to make fun of Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah.
1: like, 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 everything I've read, like he's a decent guy, but no, he just, his not. shows and his person, like his archetype that he plays on TV is terrible. There is
2: a video of him out there have you seen the video of him getting into it with his friend and he's uh-uh. fucking all angry and shit and hyped up so he goes to punch his friend and it literally looks exactly like the lisa simpson windmill i'm gonna
1: keep spinning my arms this way and if you get in the path it's your fault
2: gay men fight one another more masculinely than those two fuckers
0: uh god i can't figure out the name of this tv show oh no hold on i gotta find this hold on medieval it was it was crazy though because it was like they showed what happened to your body when you were drawn and quartered and
2: oh, was that what a happened spike to or
1: something like that
0: these people also made the tools
2: that was the other yeah. kind of interesting thing about them
1: yeah isn't it, there's some show that i keep hearing about it's called like forge and fire i think it is
0: Oh, I've
2: heard yeah. about that too. Yeah,
1: where it's where it's like blacksmiths like make weapons to like complete like certain tasks. It's kind of like junkyard wars, but with like melee weapons. <laughs>
0: it's kind of cool. Curious and unusual deaths,
2: maybe. It's like it was very like historical, but they went through the effort of making these things.
1: So they kind of like recreate it. Yeah,
2: and it was gross. Like like all you had to do was look at this thing and go, ugh.
1: <laughs> That's not gonna be fun. <laughs>
2: The only thing that keeps coming up is this surviving history thing. I mean, it came out in 2008, so that sounds pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing about 2008 was watching John McCain say that our economy was the strongest
0: it had ever been with the Dow (laughs) dropping.
2: Yeah.
0: Keep telling yourself that, buddy. It was funny. The Dow was, like, on the corner right next to where he was talking. It was hysterical. (laughs) What did you say the name of the show was, Tony? Maybe Surviving History
2: oh i think i found it it's this this is it because i totally sounded like a monkey just then
0: <laughs> oh i think you're right this is
1: surviving history
0: it was like that show with gadget that we were talking about where they made all the big shit
1: oh um junkyard wars
0: mythbusters
1: yeah it's essentially one of those little callback i love junkyard wars that was such a fun show <laughs> those shows oh. are awesome to like binge watch totally yeah. It's, just, it's so cool, like, seeing just random shit people can pull together and, like, craft. It's like, holy fuck. Right? <laughs> that person's going to survive the zombie apocalypse. The pit and the pendulum.
0: So, yeah, they would build these, because obviously there's not a whole heck of a lot of these <laughs> death machines hanging around. <laughs> I'm a collector. <laughs> so they would reconstruct them to the T, and then they would, well, they wouldn't take a person on it, because obviously it would kill them. But I do feel like they made someone... Uh, the psychological torture... This guy's kind of got, like, Guy Fieri hair.
1: (laughs) Does he have frosted tips?
0: (laughs) It's just so bad. He still looks more masculine. All right. That would be a horrible way to die, this pit and pendulum thing. Yeah. I totally forgot why we were talking about the show. We
1: segue a lot.
2: Well, you know, it took us so long to get to this point, admittedly.
0: (laughs) So, listeners, if you remember what
1: we were talking about, this is why we're right in, so we can't <laughs> talk about it anymore.
0: We'll
2: just just together. <laughs> we're checking but
1: out yeah. the live tweets right now. There's nothing.
2: There's <laughs> nothing.
1: Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the
3: theater
4: now on with the
2: show you know what we did do when uh we got the news about anthony bourdain we said fuck it and we saw oceans 8 because we were like you know what he was such an advocate of women let's just go support some women so we went and fucking saw the movie
0: yeah and it actually was the highest grossing movie the first the opening weekend oh nice oceans 8 topped the chart over han solo the second and deadpool 2 so, Oceans Eight got forty one point five million. Han Solo had fifteen point one, and Deadpool had thirteen point six. Deadpool has been out for a while, but Han Solo was only a couple yeah. weeks.
1: Yeah, Han Solo's not doing great. I mean, it's, it's gonna make its money back, but it's it's definitely got a mediocre uh receival, and like everyone's kind of not really watching it. Have you, Have guys you seen? seen
0: it? No, seen it. my my mom saw it. She said it was pretty I don't good. Don't even but... know who's
1: in it. Yeah, I like I enjoyed it. It's not like, I don't know. It's one of those, like, you know, on a ranking of, like, 1 to 10, it's a solid 5. Like, it's not bad, but it's not great. Like, there's elements I liked. Amelia Clark, I really love. I love her.
0: The dragon.
1: Yeah. Daenerys. Yeah. Yeah, she's really great. She kind of plays this... It, the, the, that's the thing I liked about it. It had kind of, like, a film noir feel to it. And she kind of, she totally plays the role of, like, the femme fatale. Oh, okay. And, and, like, she's super badass and, like, great. And then also Donald Glover plays Lando Calrissian, which i love donald glover to begin with and then right. him playing lando which is like spot on I would yeah, the, imagine. the, yeah. the, the guy who played han was like he was serviceable but he was like he was not really the standout <laughs> <laughs> <Serviceable>. <laughs> he, 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 like he did his job like he he had the feel of han solo he didn't look like him but like he acted and talked like him oh that's funny but it's kind of it was he wasn't convincing for me and it like ended up he was outshone by everyone else and he was just kind of there oh <laughs> yeah that's too and, bad Woody Harrelson being Woody Harrelson because that's all he does anymore. He just plays right. himself on plays himself in movies.
0: He's he's killing it. Ocean's Eight was really good. It was really cute. I think I saw the first, what was it, Ocean's Eleven or something? I feel like I saw one with Mini Coopers and that was. <sighs> no, no, that was the Italian job. Oh oops sorry yeah uh oceans 11 was i think the first one that i saw and then they had like so many sequels ocean's
1: 12 and yeah, yeah ocean's 13. so i was
0: a bit skeptical but the cast for oceans oceans 8 uh rihanna sandra bullock uh what's her fucking face yeah her with the face kate blanchett <laughs>
2: kate blanchett what
0: the fuck's her face we should do a better job if we're gonna pay homage
2: to these ladies we're terrible people Hold so on. anyways <laughs> it has
0: sandra bullock kate blanchett Anne hathaway mindy kaling sarah paulson who rihanna sarah who paulson who's she but her lady is from
1: <laughs> that's a that's a reference we haven't brought back in a while <laughs> right. go us
0: and then helena bonham carter was in it too yeah, it was really cute. It was it was cool because it wasn't, like, so predictable because you're like, okay, yeah, they're going to go rob something. It had, it had some good little plot twists, and it was very entertaining. I really liked Anne Hathaway in it. She played a really funny
1: character. Well, Anne Hathaway.
2: Yeah, she's amazing. I don't know how much acting she had to do for this movie because her ex was accused of fraud anyways, and she had to, like, give up all her jewelry and shit.
0: Do you remember that movie she did... It was the gang movie.
2: <gasps> oh my god, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I do not remember the name of that movie. It is so fucked up. <laughs>
1: Havoc? Was that what it was called? I don't think it is. Yeah, oh yeah, the uh, description for Havoc is uh, fed up with the harmless antics of suburban friends... High school students Allison yeah, and Emily it. set off. He yeah, to set real become real gangsters on the mean streets of L.A.
2: <laughs> it is. Her uh, acting is so good at it. I'm so proud of her for that movie.
0: That's a great movie. That's a great movie. If you haven't seen Havoc, you should totally see yeah. Havoc. I have not. But
1: so I will check it out. Anne
0: Hathaway is great. Oh, yeah. But Sandra I Bullock too, I have Kate Blanchett never Blanchett. seen
1: any of the Oceans movies.
0: I I, I I struggle to think if i really have either yeah i think i saw the first one at my parents house yeah they were watching it so i was watching it
1: <laughs> yeah it was one of those i saw like it's like oh, that's a lot of star power that's probably not a good movie at all <laughs>
0: oh no all right they they had really good chemistry like sandra bullock and kate Blanchett were kind of like the leads anne hathaway did a great job helena Bottom carter was a funny character because it was kind of like not a normal character for her to play. She was more of a meek character, and she had to be t- completely absent-minded, like completely. Yeah, it, that was that was interesting because, like, you know, you know her from the Queen of Hearts and like very all the Tim Burton person. movies. So she's she's yeah she's a very big character, for but somebody this, as little was, as she is Yeah, this was she was very meek. Rihanna did a good job. Uh, Sarah Paulson did a good job too and mindy kaling is, is really funny as well so
1: nice. it was, yeah, I'll it was check it good... out that'll be the first oceans movie i see
0: good job. right i think that's definitely the way to go about the ocean series yeah. let's <laughs> just start with the ladies because they know what they're doing
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah that was that was pretty much that was it all the goods that we saw
1: yeah you haven't seen uh deadpool or uh
2: Oh,
0: uh, we did see Deadpool. War. We did yeah. see Deadpool, yeah. Yeah, we we saw Deadpool, like... I think we actually went and saw that on opening weekend, too. Did you see
2: oh, it? Nice.
1: Oh, yeah. That was
0: great. The death
2: scene was, like, too long. I was like, I actually kind of want to kill you.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah then... <laughs> well, that's Deadpool. Uh, ah, right, right. Right. <laughs> right, I
2: mean, you're right.
0: It, they did a really good job with that, with the sequel. It was... For a sequel, it was done really well. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is amazing and like we've talked about this before on the podcast he's someone that any of one of us would deal with seeing naked
1: <laughs> okay my
0: favorite nude scene
1: <laughs> is when he's
2: when he's growing his growing into his <laughs> legs
1: <laughs> oh god, the little baby legs. <laughs> I love how he does like what is it the um oh, is, is it not is it Fatal Attraction when he does like the little like legs uncross yes, yes. and cross. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's basic Fatal instinct. Attraction
0: with um... No, it's Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct, oh, sorry. Yeah,
2: he yeah. does the Basic Instinct.
1: But yeah, that that will, like, a, uncross just a and go cross.
0: Big blonde cobweb. Here you go, yeah. fellas. Yeah. And then and then he's standing there with his shirt on and his little butt cheeks are hanging out. His little, yeah. his little baby butt cheeks. Little baby butt cheeks. I was pretty upset by the beginning of the movie though because his wife. Oh yeah. That gets killed at the beginning. Like she is so fine. I was like, I'm gonna look at her the rest of the movie. This is bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like just an absolutely gorgeous, beautiful human being. Um, but, yeah! yeah I, I love how they undid it at the end. But like when that, when that happened, I was like, "Oh great, we're gonna do this whole fucking like." There's a trope in movies and like especially movies more so than like books and uh, TV series, but it's called like fridging. It's where. Like, you basically kill off the love interest. Usually, ninety-nine percent of the time, it's a female to give the hero a reason to do their journey. To do it, to do right. the hero's journey, because oh, you killed my girlfriend. Oh, I gotta kill everybody. And I was like, oh, really? We're gonna we're gonna fridge her. Like, <laughs> I mean, after I think, we spent the last I, movie saving her, we're I gonna think kill her off. Really
2: <laughs> speaks to how many empty-headed people are walking the planet. Yeah. You don't. You only understand empathy if this one thing that you care about is gone. And by the way, for the women out there who are still Republicans please for the love of god <laughs> <don't know> why <laughs> pull that head out of that ass
1: <laughs> yep but yeah I, at least it, like it got reversed at the end spoiler but
0: yeah i was pretty happy at the end when when uh she got brought back I yeah. Was like, Yay.
1: yeah it's like it's like it was undone but it was still annoying it's like really this is gonna be the driving force of the movie <laughs> right <laughs> it ended up being
2: really good I, I i'm yeah not a chemical drug person but the coke scene was pretty funny
1: yeah, in <laughs> <laughs> <on> the face. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys hear about the uh, deleted scene?
2: Yeah.
1: uh. Uh-uh. Uh so there was supposed to be a cr- uh, post-credit sequence, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Deadpool 2 yet, turn the fuck off now. <laughs> Basically, you know, they make reference to they like it, you have a time machine. Why wouldn't you go back and like we talk talking to Cable, he's like, you have a time time device. Like, why don't you go back and kill baby Hitler? And then like oh. they're supposed to in that montage of him going back in time and fixing everything. There's supposed to be a scene where Deadpool like goes back in time and finds like there's like a little crib with uh, it's got like Adolf oh. on the crib. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. And he like yeah, walks up to it, and he like pulls out a pistol, he like aims at it for a bit, and he's like, "No, I can't do, I can't do it." And he's like, he's like like talking with himself, like, "I can't do this, I can't do this." Then he pulls out a sharpie and puts a little like Hitler mustache on the baby, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Make it look laughs> and like he's like, can "Okay, shoot. that's
1: easier." And he like he just does, he says like maximum effort, and just like unloads the clip into the crib.
0: Wow. But apparently they
1: decided that was a little too much for a movie.
0: <laughs> oh, how could you see that? Is it out there?
1: I I read about it. Apparently it's 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 a deleted scene, so we'll probably see it on the DVD, but like that they they, they, they shot it and then they were like the studio's like, No, we can't have Deadpool shooting a baby. <laughs> Even, Even if though it is it's baby Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if you've seen that show Another Period with Natasha leggero mm-hmm. there's a scene in there where they have Hitler, like oh. the young child Hitler. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: It's kind of Actually funny. it's like it's kind of like the the focus of one episode if you want to see a fucked up tv show another period is the way to go
3: <laughs> <laughs> Natasha
0: Leggero is uh hysterical and her and her husband Moshe Kesher just did a podcast with Anna Ferris unqualified and these people are procreating so look out world
2: yeah <laughs> but in, in another period the um the little boy ends up being like uh, isn't he like adopted by like the guy who is the person that murders everybody <laughs> for the rich people.
0: Oh, well, I don't know. Like they take him in to like feed him or something. And like, he's he does like, some artwork and, and they like, <laughs> yeah, and like they were really, really nice to him until they saw his artwork. And, and then they, they were like, you're not going to amount to shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is what happened. There's another Hitler movie actually about that. What was it called? Max.
2: Oh yeah. With, um,
0: uh, what's his face from vanilla sky? No, say uh, wasn't in that movie. Oh, mm, oh, he hey,
2: was, was, wasn't he? He's the guy that works for the company. Yeah. Maybe in another life when we're both cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vanilla's guy. The Okay. Dream. <laughs> right. I want to be a cat. Yep. Uh, what is Wait, that guy's name? You, Noah if you Taylor. Be a cat, you fucking sure as fuck want to be Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep.
3: Uh,
0: it was called. Boop, boop, Oh, he's in a TV series where he plays Hitler now, too. How crazy. Oh, Oh, he's in Preacher. That's right. I remember seeing that. We haven't watched that show yet. That little freaky fucker. He's Hitler in that. But he was... Yeah, Max was the name of the movie. It came out in 2002, and it it has John Cusack in it. And it was about the Jewish art world and how he was shunned for his art. I don't know, man. Hitler must have made some really shitty artwork. (laughs) I've been told my art's not great, and i haven't murdered a whole section of people
2: i have seen hitler's artwork for anybody to be that fucking rude to a person is a little outlandish just i i'm kind of an art person i i read he wasn't a bad artist i mean he's like i mean and, and mathematically he was a really good artist so that's kind of crazy Yeah, uh, the i 40's think this...
1: equivalent of an incel
2: uh, what's that
1: Oh, uh, incel, it's its a term for people that are uh, involuntary celibate. They're basically ostracized by society. They're like, and then they get really mad. It's basically all the neckbeards of the internet.
2: I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I think you should elaborate on this because I don't know what you're okay. talking about. Neckbeards, um, by the yeah. way, is a fucking funny analogy, but I don't want to <laughs> go Go ahead. What is this? Yeah,
1: it's like, well, well, neckbeard, it, it kind of ties into it because neckbeards are the, the trolls of the internet. They're people okay. that are scorned by society for one reason or another in their own eyes or literally, who knows, and they kind of take it out. And usually it's like the MRA, the men's rights activists, like those kind of people, or uh, alt-right. Those it's, it's the same kind of demographic. It's people that feel scorned so they just be shitty awful people because society's rejected them
2: no no totally i i get it i'm i'm pulling up um i'm gonna pull up some hitler artwork right now did you send me some julie
0: no no i, I sent you the definition of neckbeard from urban dictionary <laughs> that is this <a> sp- <laughs> you're like it was no, funny. no 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 i sent you something much better but what was what was the first thing that you said tyler the
1: incel i-n-c-e-l involuntary uh celibate
0: <laughs> that's is
2: this like a never nude
1: Oh, God, that toy, the, the neckbeard, the first defi- top definition it applies to me, talkative, self-important, nerdy men, usually 30 and up, who, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> through an inability to properly decode social cues, mistake others' strain tolerance of their blather for evidence of their own charm.
2: <laughs> I- beg to differ i find you pretty fucking charming and it's genuine i wouldn't just tell anybody so
1: i wouldn't oh, say that you. shit i just the felt like a, oh god here i am blathering on about neck <laughs> and I'm being a blathering neckbeard.
2: all i could all i could think of was like little neck art clams. reflects itself because doesn't that suck yeah. when you eat clams and you gotta pull the neck beard off
1: yeah
0: <laughs> oh
2: that's a sweater i call
0: that sweaters. oh
2: you're right yep. you're right oh, what do we call the beard
0: uh, a beard
2: no there's definitely times when we eat seafood and you're like the beard yeah, uh, well, like it's the muscle. Stuff, but it's the, the beard.
1: Yeah, they have that little, like, the little, like, fibers coming out. The beard. The beard. But
2: clams have sweaters. I like mm. how virgin muscles is have highlighted, bird. which we all know isn't true.
0: <laughs> what, on the uh, the neck beards? <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> Our matey. <laughs> Captain
1: Neckbeard beard. <laughs> a beard here. is not a substitute for a jawline, no matter how you cut it.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
1: I think that's the whole origin of neckbeard, is that you don't have a jawline, so you cut it to make it look like you have a jawline.
0: Oh, funny. I also, through the the Wonders of Urban Dictionary, sent over the incel.
1: <laughs> Cause
0: if, I was like, maybe this is just as entertaining as the neckbeard. <laughs> a frustrated virgin who feels as the world owes them sex. A self-described incel is highly likely to blame their virginity on the others. Six... Million nine hundred ninety nine people on the planet, rather than consider that they might be the problem.
1: <laughs> yep, and that's pretty much an neckbeard in incel. and a neck beard. Same, <laughs> you same So, same so version.
0: basically, we're
2: saying because Hitler couldn't get laid, he went crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Something to think about.
1: That's my very casual observation of history, <laughs> guaranteed to be hundred percent inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Google it people I'm sure it says it out there somewhere.
1: Yep. <laughs> if you look long and hard enough you'll find the fact that you want. I'm like looking at his painting of like the building it's like it's not bad like his perspective is good. He's obviously got yeah. technique. He's not bad. You know what it
0: you know what it lacked?
1: Heart. Huh. Oh, needs a dick in there. That's what it needs.
2: It's very militant. It is. It's That's very, I think it's be, it's very well, analytical. He
1: was German. Ah! <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> a Jew germ I think that's kind of what they ended up saying in that Max movie. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but. It was so linear that they were like, "Uh uh-oh, psycho. (laughs) There was just no extra heart in it, no passion, no strong feelings. So he was like, I'll show you fucking passion and strong feelings. I'll just (laughs) annihilate an entire group of people. (laughs) But you failed
2: and Mel Brooks is fucking funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's the one who pulls off the best Hitler jokes. But yeah, uh, I mean we could end on Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> we can end on
2: Hitler. You
1: always end on Hitler. You can always end on Hitler. It's 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 the what what is what's the, the thing, the phrase, you always end on a joke, but you always end on Hitler. You can always end on Hitler.
0: <laughs> and if you're Mel Brooks, that's two for one. Yep. <laughs> I mean you literally cannot do any better than that. No. All right. Well good job, kids. I, don't, I mean, I don't have anything else to talk about. My brain's kind of out of it because I'm so congested. And then
1: yeah.
0: I had liquid butt today, so that wasn't great, Ugh. but...
1: <laughs> El Terrible.
0: I went all the way to Monterey to have liquid butt. I was like, great, Ooh. that's wonderful.
1: <laughs> I went all the way to Monterey. Fucking shit. <laughs> you need like a t-shirt that says like, I drove all the way to Monterey and all I got was this liquid butt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I might even leave this in the podcast.
1: <laughs> yep. Just the outro right
4: there. <laughs>
2: People don't get it unless you have a cast or some crutches or a wheelchair or a fucking duck yeah. yeah, if
0: you have a non blatantly obvious illness it doesn't translate to people yeah when we drove cross-country like i could only eat certain things because i knew i wouldn't get sick if i ate those things so it was like arby's it was like the only fast food. Arby's and Subway. That was it. That's all I could Isn't eat. That She's wild? like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get this. I'm like, I have to stop at one of these two places. So you get whatever the hell you oh, want. But these are the other things. Arby's.
2: Are you kidding? I can fucking eat Well I know, but after we drove days. across
0: country, we were like, God, if I eat another fucking Arby sandwich, I'd
2: I mean,
0: <laughs> kill myself. But it was like not
2: weeks, days.
0: It just became like every time we've gone, you know, and moved, it's like it just becomes the adventure of truly shits across america <laughs>
1: <laughs> shits across america <laughs> it's like hands across oh my- america but unsanitary
0: so so you know like that right you know that map that you see on side of campers where they like color in the state <laughs> yeah. that they've been to <laughs> I this is going. It's just going like again. little toilets.
1: <laughs> have like each little sticker have a little toilet on it like where the you the little turd emoji. <laughs> I've pooped upon this interstate. I pooped along this interstate.
2: We could literally do a drug poop commercial. I mean, I've literally missed concerts. We've missed family events. We've <laughs> I know
0: there was like one one uh cr- I think it was for Crohn's disease, yeah. actually. There was one Crohn's disease commercial that was out here recently, and it was, like, the back of a bathroom stall, and it just, the mm. bathroom stall changed, and it was, like, different venues that this person... I'm like, that's <laughs> that's my life. This commercial is way too real.
1: <laughs> Did you ever see that um, there was a video of some guy that took a picture of himself... Like every day for like a couple of years, so it was like his face, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm matching that of just toilet stalls, so like uh-uh. every day. <laughs> it's, it's like train spotting.
2: I uh uh-uh, uh, that that is funny. I, I have actually talked myself out of a concert venue and back in without a ticket to go get like meds for her out of a car. <laughs>
0: that sucks. Yeah.
2: Great. I'm like look dude I'm not gonna see the show
0: <laughs> now sometimes when I go to places like this like I'm all I'm not gonna eat anything but after 10 o'clock because I know then I'll be healthy to get through the entire night so I'm like starving all night but I know I'm not gonna shit myself because I don't have any food in
1: my body <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pro tip if you don't eat food you can't poop <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> I could survive for a year in the habitat. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I could too. I think I could. I
0: think I'd get stir crazy. Oh, no, no, no. You have to set it all aside. It's a job. I guess. I mean, you are going outside. So it's not but like. You have
1: to go out in spacesuits, though.
0: That's annoying. I hate going out in the winter. <laughs> Listen, man, I scored an
2: 8 8 on my ace quiz. I can survive a year <laughs> in a fucking habitat.
0: I'm pretty
1: confident about it. As long that. as I've got books and video games, I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> right well what was cool about that article to the high seas guy tristan what's with i don't know his last name like uh basing with a it's a really long fucking name but tristan he took that time while he was on mars to work on learning 3d rendering programs uh adobe illustrator and photoshop and and he posted some there's some two art of his art pieces posted in the is this architect the french, magazine is this the french guy no he's not the french guy he was the comedian guy
2: oh you know he was kind of he was he was good to have there he although in the same token he was kind of the negative
1: nancy he but, also drove
2: yeah. people a um, crazy. Yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's that fine line of dad jokes dad jokes are pretty great if like used sparingly
2: yeah (laughs) you know you think it's gonna be the dad jokes that does them in but unfortunately that isn't it
0: (laughs) but i was like well i mean and that was another thing too is like they took the time to use it like playing instruments yeah which i thought to myself if i'm going to space I'm bringing like multiple pairs of noise-canceling headphones. That was yeah. not. That was not fair to everybody that, else. That selfish. would be sensory overload. Yeah. I don't like to go to restaurants sometimes because it gets so loud in there. It was totally yeah. selfish. Because everyone's company. like, yeah, or they oh, should I have
2: can't... a soundproof room so they can do that. Because it's totally selfish. Yeah.
0: yeah. 3D print some fucking soundproof panels, you know, man. know, the thing the thing that I liked about the French
2: guy was that like, when he went back home to France, like. He was like a celebrity. He was like, yeah, they yeah. were like, "Dude, that's fucking awesome. Look at this fucking amazing thing that you did." And I only knew
0: about this because you and I talked about because it. Because of Tyler, yeah. Because of our awesome we've taken podcast. we into the
1: recesses of the internet.
0: Right? Our amazing space host. <laughs> Tyler in space. But yeah, I don't know. If only. I, sometimes people really get under my skin, but you I guess the key is you really have to have a group of people that right. click. Yeah. Yeah. And and to find a group of people so incredibly smart that are going to be able to be socially compatible, compatible is going to oh, yeah. be well, luck- the hardest well, thing. Well, luckily Westworld is on, so we'll be figuring that shit out. No. <laughs> <to show.
1: laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, it's always it's always fascinating to me like looking at like sci-fi movies where they have like, you know, there's the engineer, there's the medical officer, there's the biologists and et cetera and so forth and it's like so you have to find people to fill all the roles for the jobs you need and then they also have to be like socially compatible, compatible with one right. another Yeah, yeah to, to like survive a deep space exploration that's
2: a needle in a haystack for sure
1: yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's always portrayed as like everybody just like joshing around, like they're back on Earth. Like, you know, it's basically like the, the barracks thing. Like everyone's like, you know, someone just got out of the shower, a couple guys are playing cards in the corner, and everybody's, everybody's you know, riling each other, making jokes. It's
0: right. like, that's,
1: that's not how it works. <laughs>
0: that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> right. The best thing was, call back to our episode, uh, I believe, seven, where I spoke of space camp one of the i guess fake astronauts we'll call them his favorite movie was space camp and it was it was interesting you know that's how he was attracted to space because he saw that movie as a child he was like oh this is amazing and it was it was totally funny how they edited that that portion of it they were like you know space does not sound like this and it's all like and it no. sounds more like this
1: where <laughs> yeah, it's just no sound <laughs> yeah it's a vacuum.
0: I was like oh that would be the thing that weirded me out the most I would have to have like those mood sensor lights I would have to you know have have that I would have to have access to all sorts of music which would be difficult because you're not going to have the internet so you would have to bring like the biggest motherfucking hard drive full of music
1: I mean, like you know, I I have like a two terabyte hard like external hard drive uh, attached to my computer, and that was like sixty bucks, and that holds more than my music collection. My, I think my music collection is only like two hundred, two hundred fifty gigs. Oh wow! So, yeah. I'd be
0: br- I'd be bringing all of that, all the gigs. Yeah, all I, mean, the I, gigs. I I could
1: <laughs> I could essentially load on what is it two hundred fifty. So that's it's it's basically only taking up if I were to take just that one hard drive, it would only take up about thirteen percent of my hard drive but just my music collection i have right now wow that's cool i could probably load a shit ton more on and just have like one little hard drive that has everything
0: right i'm like this is my this is my hard drive this is my computer and these are my noise canceling headphones go fuck yourself don't touch my headphones (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like naked and afraid but totally It, it totally is lost in space
2: Yeah, that's a great analogy because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's a
0: that's a great one. So you definitely have your month filled after listening to our podcast. Now you have got got to go fill your ear holes with a lot of other things that we just told Mm -hmm. you about.
2: And if you need to fill up other holes, there's always that printer. There's
1: also Tyler. There's also Tyler.
2: (laughs) That's
0: awesome. Ready and waiting.
1: Good job. I'm here. (laughs)
2: It's not the best ride, but there's no
1: line.
0: Oh, my God. The only thing that would make it better is if the cat meowed right now. (laughs) I
2: was
1: like, yep.
0: He's like, fuck you guys. (laughs) I'm not jumping in. Listen, man. Everybody's been there. Everybody's been there.
1: (laughs) Oh, here's the cat. Your meow came late, buddy.
0: (laughs) Get better, man. Get on your cues, dude. Yeah, work
1: on your timing. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this month's episode of TriPace Pod. Look forward to hearing our voices in your earholes once again at the beginning of next month. Don't forget to like and subscribe to TriPace Pod on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud because it stimulates dopamine production in our brains every time you do. You can creep on us from afar at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TriPacePod. And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at TriPacePod.com dot com. And as always, you're awesome. <laughs> righty, well, cool.
0: Awesome. Oh, sweet. Thank you for
1: putting yep. it on. Yeah, it's always good to hear you here from meetings. you guys. Yeah, likewise.
3: I, you stole my bet! I don't know.